Master G, ISSA internationally recognized master trainer, undergrad in exercise physiology, sports nutritionist, also finishing a master's degree with a concentration in human performance. Welcome to my podcast series. This is the real education on everything nutrition, real talk, real information, delivering real results. So let's get right into it. Week 14, August 20th of 2021. Today is starting to get real. We are starting to talk about the real essence of the foods that we need to start eating, how we need to start eating them, and why we need to start eating them. And we're even going to get into when we need to start eating them. We are talking today about macronutrients. Shortened up, people call them macros. At the end of the day, macros equals calories. You're just breaking down where those calories are coming from. The individual sources of macronutrients is the true essence of the body's energy sources. All right, so this is where we derive the energy to perform whatever it is that we're looking to perform at, whether it be athletics, whether it be at our job, whether it be, you know, in school, whatever it is, it is fueled by the macronutrients that we put in our body. The most important thing to understand is that everything that we place inside of the human body has a cause and effect, meaning that regardless of what you think is harmless or harmful, everything has a cause and effect. You really have to start to analyze exactly what you're putting in your body. And that starts at the very essence and core of where food is coming from. All right, just the very essence. And I say that simply because if, if you live in America, if you're from America, if America is the only thing that you really know, there's a difference in the food that we consume here in America versus most of the food that you can consume around the world. All right, and that's simply because we're an overpopulated country with too many people to feed and not enough food to do it. That's why we outsource food. That's why we import food from other countries. That's why we put animals on steroids. That's why we have hormones in our food. That's why we have, you know, GMO labels. That's why we have, you know, hormone labels. That's why we have so many different factors that a lot of other countries don't even have to deal with. So I'm telling you that where you derive your food from has a huge impact on the results that you're going to receive from that food. All right. Now, obviously, you know, when you're trying to stay lean or skinny or whatever it is, lose weight, obviously you want to stay more towards the leaner, skinnier type foods. But I'm telling you that even the leaner, skinnier type foods here in America are much different than the leaner, skinnier foods you're going to get in any other country in the world. All right, so I really want you to start thinking about that because those things do impact how that food is processed, how long that food takes to process, and how the energy is going to flow through your body after your body's done breaking it down and starts to use that. So 
macronutrients, your body's energy sources. Now, macros, it's another big. It means big, all right? So these are the big sources of energy that our body gets, all right? Stay tuned in, in six weeks, and we'll start talking about micronutrients, which is your minerals and your vitamins and your traces and things like that. So here we are with macronutrients. There's the top five macros, all right, I know most people only think of three. Most of you think of just protein, carbs, and fats, but there are five actual macronutrients that we have in our system that we use to either derive energy from or derive a source of energy from. All right, what I mean by a source of energy, meaning that not all food that we ingest actually turns into usable energy inside of the body. So a lot of the times, some of the foods that we're ingesting has a purpose. So it's gonna do its own thing while it's in the body. While it may not be energy to us, that source of energy that it is using and is, is putting in there is very, very vital and, and, and important to the very essence of whatever goals that you may be trying to achieve. So what are the five macronutrients? Real quick, first one is water. Second is alcohol, third is protein, fourth is carbohydrates, also known as carbs, and then we have fats. All right, so this podcast is simply a generalization and an overview of these different macronutrients, and we're literally going to get into each one individually. We're going to discuss it down to its molecular level, its core essence, its substance, and how it works for you. But just a quick rundown. The reason why I gave you these individual macronutrients in this order is not because that's the order in which they're, you know, calorie dense or what. This is the order in which they play a role in our body. All right. Water. Water is essentially the most important macronutrient, but a lot of us don't give it the time of day. A lot of us eat right or eat well or eat clean and we avoid taking in the necessary amount of water that we're supposed to take in to just maintain you know, everyday function, all right? So water is, is awesome because water's the only macronutrient that you can consume that literally has zero calories, literally. Now, I know right there that triggers a whole bunch of individuals. They're like, well, I drink my Diet Coke. My Diet Coke has no calories. Look, trust me, ladies and gentlemen, while it says it has no calories, your body's got a whole lot of work to do with that Diet Coke before it can do anything with anything that possibly is good enough for you to use while you're in the body, all right? So just because a label tells you it's all fancy and has no calories doesn't mean it necessarily has no calories, all right? Because I promise you, you drink a couple Diet Cokes every day, it's going to be a whole lot different than you drinking a couple glasses of water. But think, it, think about that. You experiment with it. Tell me if I'm wrong. You will notice a difference in how you feel, how you look, and definitely how that scale goes by you taking two Diet Cokes a day versus two glasses of water a day, period, point blank. So water, no calories. What that means is no energy, though. So it's a positive and a negative, right? Meaning I can drink as much water as I want. It has no calories, so that means I can't gain any weight, but it has Zero calories, which means it has no energy, meaning that no matter how much water I drink, it's not going to pick me up off the couch so that I could go, you know, do a sporting event or, you know, grocery shop or anything like that. Next is alcohol. Now, I live in a city called New Orleans. In New Orleans, alcohol is the center of the universe here. 
every single event is catered around the consumption and drinking of alcohol. So that is why I put it at number two in this podcast series because a lot of my original listeners stem from the New Orleans area. Alcohol is a toxin. Alcohol is its own macronutrient and it has a very dense macronutrient at that, okay? Everything that we're gonna talk about when it comes to macronutrients, we're always talking about in the measurement of grams, okay? So one gram of water equals no calories. Well, the cool thing is, is that one gram alcohol is only seven calories, but none of us consume one gram of alcohol at a time. Most of us consume in the area of 15 grams of alcohol at a time. So what that means is that if you're consuming about 15 grams of alcohol at a time, then that means that you're consuming about 105 calories for every alcoholic drink. Think about that. Now, I know, right? McUltra says it's got, what, 64 calories. Miller High Life says 69. They got a whole bunch of liquors and, and potions out there that tell you what kind of calorie arrangement they have. Well, here's the thing. If they're giving you a different number than 15 grams times seven is 105, then that means it's not really all alcohol. So what are you really paying for now, right? That's something to think about, you know, because now you're paying for expensive water, really? So the thing about alcohol is that you have to give in to the fact that it actually does have a caloric value, all right? And then once you understand that it has a caloric value, Alcohol has a negative caloric value, meaning that there's no nutritive response in the body from those calories that you ingest. Now, we're going to get into that as we talk about alcohol in a couple weeks, but I'm letting you know that it's all non-nutritive calories, which means that the fat you consume has more nutritious value than the alcohol that you consume. All right. Then we're going to talk about protein. Protein, we know, is quintessentially one of the most important macronutrients, but we're really going to break down what protein is and what protein does, and then we're going to really talk about what protein doesn't do, all right? Like, protein's not an energy source. So no matter how, no matter how much protein you eat, your body's not going to derive any energy from it. So there's a lot of misconception out there about having these high-protein diets and them on weight loss programs or on muscle building programs and things like that. But yet, if it's not an energy source and you keep eating a ton of it, how much energy are you gonna have to do anything else? You know, i.e. perform at your best while you're in the gym or perform at your best while you're in an athletic event. So you have to start thinking about, okay, what does protein do? What does protein not do? And how do I utilize protein to the, to my, to the best of my advantage? Then we're going to start talking about carbohydrates. Now, Master G's favorite topic is carbohydrates because this is where I'm going to sit down and I'm going to debunk hundreds of myths about carbohydrates. Somehow, somewhere, somebody told somebody that carbohydrates were the enemy, that carbohydrates were bad for us, that we shouldn't eat them, and we need to stop eating sugar, and we need to stop doing this, and we need to stop doing that. And I'm here to tell you that carbohydrates are the primary energy source that the body was designed to burn for fuel. 
All right, so hear that again as I say that. Carbohydrates are the primary energy source that the body was designed to use for fuel, okay? I mean, a big word in there is designed, okay? Now, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm a scientist, but unfortunately, I don't have the rocket in, in front of me as, a, as an eye, as an, a thing. So the thing that I need you to really hear from that is that if the body is designed a certain way, why do we constantly fight that? Why are you fighting that? If you're right now on a no carbohydrate or on a keto type diet, what made you decide that it was, that it was the best interest of your body to go against the way that it was designed? And that's the question that I always pose whenever I sit down and talk to individuals about carbohydrates, like how much carbohydrates are you eating? What are you doing with the carbs that you're eating? When are you eating them? And that's when it, the whole world starts to open up because then they start thinking, well, I don't know. And then you start asking these questions about, well, why is your body always craving carbs then? Right? Like if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, this first time you met Master G, and you literally are sitting here thinking to yourself like, man, yeah, why am I always craving carbs? It's because you're going against the very essence of the body's design. And when you do that, you force the body into a very complex method of working. Like to be honest with you, the body's already complex. So complex that we still don't understand most of the things that go on in the human body. So think about that. To go against this very essence of design, into a world where we're still learning and still trying to understand is maybe not necessarily the best or correct method for us to take action to get the body to perform in a better way. And then last but not least, we're going to talk about fats. The reason why I put fats at the very end is because fats, unfortunately, are an energy source that the body was not designed to utilize. All right. Um, there's and, and that goes back to just you know, Master G's core belief, you know, in creation and God. And when you think about the Garden of Eden, how much fat was in the Garden of Eden, right? In a, in a garden full of fruits and vegetables, right? There wasn't any fats in there. We weren't forced to really consume fat until, you know, we ate the apple, we got kicked out, and then we had to force and bend for ourselves. So the thing is, is that fat is a new energy source inside of the body. And then to be even more technical and even more precise about fat, like the amount of fat that we're supposed to consume is such a small percentage because fat in its essence is only supposed to be in two places in the entire human body. It's supposed to be subcutaneous, which is below the skin surface, and visceral, which is inside of the abdomen layer, which protects your organs. If you have fat on any other part of your body, it is not supposed to be there. That's it. Now, Women, now women, there's a little bit more fat. They have 10% of their total body weight in fat. And there's a couple anatomical features, i.e. the glutes, i.e. the breast. And those two items is what makes up the extra 7% that the men don't have. But again, there's only four areas at tops if you're a female that there should be any type of adipose tissue. So I always bring up fats last whenever I'm talking about macronutrients because the reality is, is that I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about them because you don't need them. And when I get individuals to really understand 
that they don't have to follow the great American diet of the 2000s that tells them that all they're supposed to eat is these high volumes of fat, then they start to see the results that they've been looking for for them from their entire life. So again, <clears throat> this podcast, which is a brief overview, we've been talking about our macronutrients, our big sources of energy, the things that we need to fuel our body, and remember, remembering that when we do fuel our body, everything has a cause and effect, meaning that everything has either a good outcome or a bad outcome inside of the body. All right. Now, Again, I'm not saying there's good foods or bad foods. I'm just saying that you have to understand the outcome of the energy that you're putting in so that you can understand when's the right time to put in the right energy to get the right result. So we talked about macronutrients this week. So that wraps up this week. Stay tuned as we keep dropping more knowledge on everything nutrition. Don't forget to follow me, Master G, a.k.a. Gunny, on Instagram and Facebook. It's Master G, and I'm out this week.